funny, R2. Are you okay, Master? <laughs> yeah. What'd I miss? Oh, not much. Wait, wait a minute. Wasn't I flying? Where's my fighter? How did I get here? Fighter crashed. I saved the day. You're welcome. <laughs> April 2017. I was a few days away from cramming suitcases of clothes and bins of carded vintage Star Wars figures into my friend's car for a ride down the eastern coast. Our destination was Orlando, Florida, where the two of us would attend our first ever Star Wars convention. But before leaving for Star Wars Celebration Orlando, an interesting collectible popped up during one of my daily eBay searches. It was a prototype of one of the earlier Ahsoka Tano figures Hasbro produced. It was unpainted, and the colors of the plastic torso, head, and limbs were similar to the figure that came out in stores during the run of the Clone Wars television series. But it was different enough that it felt like a three-dimensional rough sketch of what became the finished product. It was an interesting piece, and I added it to my watch list. I wasn't sure if I would actually bid on it, but the auction ended in a few days, giving me time to decide. I was not a modern prototype collector. In fact, I had stayed away from collecting anything Hasbro had released since 2005, after the prequel trilogy ended and being burned out on the influx of figures that flooded toy shelves across the country. Since then, I had collected vintage Star Wars figures for years, and enjoyed doing so. I love the Kenner ones because they were so interwoven into some of the best and most vivid memories of my childhood. Some were given to me by my parents after a Friday night visit to our local Toys R Us or Child World. Others were presents left by Santa or by a generous aunt or uncle. And in the 1980s, a price for a new Star Wars figure was around $2. Decades later, those same figures had appreciated wildly as more and more people like me hunted for carded remnants of their nostalgia. And with Disney purchasing Lucasfilm in 2012 and the promise of seeing our heroes and heroines in theaters again, the prices rose to levels few ever imagined. So with the hunt for vintage Star Wars figures keeping my wallet in check, I had very little interest in adding any modern items to my collection. But during the year between the release of The Force Awakens and Rogue One, I sought out Star Wars content that I had skipped previously. I landed upon the animated series The Clone Wars, and over a period of months, connected to the intriguing story arcs and developed characters. And of all the figures, the one that stood out to me was Anakin Skywalker's Padawan, Ahsoka Tano. Diminutive in stature, she was a Togruta, orange-skinned with three tail-like leku that framed her head. Under Anakin and the members of the Jedi Council, she fought during the tenure of the Clone Wars and trained to become a Jedi. Ahsoka was not defined by her age or her gender, but by the strength of her character. The writing for the show was fantastic, and many of the stories moved me in ways that mirrored the excitement and fantastical nature of films like The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. By the time I had reached the end of the series, the Clone Wars had become just as crucial as the films that birthed the show. The Clone Wars fleshed out the story George Lucas began telling with the prequel films. And at the same time, it amped up my anticipation for the newer Star Wars stories of the modern era, 
like the Dave Filoni-led animated series that followed it, Star Wars Rebels. So heading into the week that was Star Wars Celebration during April of 2017, I kept that Ahsoka first shot prototype on my eBay watch list. I remember thinking to myself, at some point within the final hour of the auction, that it would be nice to own a prototype of a character to whom I felt a connection. I would only purchase this one, since I had no plans to collect any modern prototypes or production pieces after this, but it would serve a similar function as most of the vintage pieces I'd accumulated over the years. Tangible souvenirs of those powerful, intangible moments that storytelling often brings to the surface. It is, after all, why you own tiny figures based on the characters you love and love to hate. It's the reason you get an autograph from an actor who played a character from a show or a film. Or why you may suddenly find your house swarming with Mandalorian merchandise. And it is why I decided to add an Ahsoka prototype to my collection. With under a minute to go in the auction, I readied myself. When I think about it now, it's a strange feeling, because I was so casual about it. I knew I had wanted it. I was willing to spend and possibly overspend to get it but I wasn't really concerned about whether I would actually get it or not. It wasn't what I collected regularly. It wasn't a Luke Jedi or a 48 A-back Luke Hoth or even a 31 A-back FX-7. Plus, when it came to modern Star Wars prototypes, especially ones from newer shows like The Clone Wars, it felt like very few people actually cared about them. And as a result, many of them were offered for well under $100 each often selling between $20 and $50. Admittedly, I barely knew what I was buying. I had used my limited knowledge of vintage Star Wars prototypes to understand what I would potentially be purchasing, and I had picked up a few modern Star Wars prototypes over the past year, simply because they were characters I liked and they were all under $30 each. But my knowledge of the modern prototype world at the time could have squeezed itself into a thimble. With less than a minute left on the auction, and with seconds fading away like embers floating from the tips of a crackling, pulsing fire, I placed my final bid. There's always that time-stopping pause that happens between the auction's end and when it transitions to a new screen to convey both the realized price and whether you won or not. It's so weird. I remember those moments, not because they were ones of joy, but because I had felt like I had split myself in two and one half of me was stubbornly racing ahead to press that bid button, while the other half was left standing 20 yards away, throwing my hands in the air and questioning why I was even bidding in the first place. And as I realized I had officially won the Ahsoka prototype for $100, my first reaction was not one of joy. It was that I'd overspent on a modern Star Wars prototype figure. I tried to be as frugal as possible and tried to limit excessive spending to vintage-carded figures, and so I wrestled inwardly about the purchase for the rest of the night. But once that tiny package arrived in my mailbox a few days later, and once I had carefully unwrapped it and held the prototype in my hands, I realized how happy I was to have made the correct decision to add it to my collection. Among a collection of figures from a line that ended before George Bush Sr. and Bill Clinton became presidents, this Ahsoka prototype felt unique and fresh. And yet, it oddly felt like it was a continuation of the line I loved as a child and as a collector. 
I proudly set it in a small acrylic case and displayed it with some of my recent pickups. And when I went to Celebration Orlando less than two weeks later, I found myself rummaging through a pile of Ziploc-bagged modern Star Wars prototypes scattered on the floor during the late-night room sales events, searching for yet another Ahsoka. And by the summer, collecting modern Star Wars prototypes became an obsession. And I became a collector of all things Ahsoka, hunting the pre-production pieces that played a part in the creation of her action figures. This is a conversation with five other Ahsoka diehard fans about the toys and collectibles released by Hasbro since the Padawan first made her appearance in 2008's Clone Wars feature film. This is the joy of connecting and building friendships through a shared love of collecting. This is the final episode of an amazing and adventure-filled season two during a year unlike any other in our lifetime. And this is Star Wars Prototypes and Production. have just arrived. We shall break into three groups to divide their defenses. I'll take the left flank. Skywalker attack the front gate. Ahsoka, you scale the back wall. We'll meet in the middle. Okay, scouts. Find me a way down there. Quiet-like. Going through the front gate won't be easy. Uh, you have it tougher going over that wall. You taught me well. I can handle anything. Don't get cocky. The Ahsoka crew is back. After the last roundtable, we decided to keep it going for part two of a discussion about a Star Wars character whose popularity hit the stratosphere this year. Between the release of the final season of The Clone Wars in February and her appearance in The Mandalorian at the end of November, more and more Star Wars fans have come to know Ahsoka Tano. Many have explored the back catalog of stories in the Clone Wars series and in Star Wars Rebels, and a new generation has discovered her as well. During the first roundtable, I was joined by five dear friends who share my passion for this character. We discussed how we became fans of Ahsoka and how we became collectors. In this second roundtable, we decided to focus on the timeline of figures released over the past 12 years, as well as to share some of the collecting stories tied to some of those releases. 
Joining me now are Fonz Napolitano, the host of the upcoming annual event for the Empire State Star Wars Collectors Club, and someone who decided chasing Boba Fett collectibles wasn't expensive and maddening enough, so he added Ahsoka to his list of favorite characters. Chris Letty, host of the Hot Toys Collecting Podcast, Six Scale Scavengers, and owner of the second nicest Ahsoka pre-production collection on the planet. Hey, it's either one of us or Dave Filoni at number one, right? Will Russ, a collector of art and Star Wars-centric swag and patches. Seriously, this man knows his swag. Will also cosplays as Grover Solo, which is exactly what you'd expect it to be. Grover, dressed as Han Solo, at Star Wars conventions and events. Clifton Boggs, tattoo artist extraordinaire and owner of one of the best toy shops in the galaxy, Happy Pappy's action figure extravaganza in Canton, Ohio. And FJD Robertus, a longtime vintage collector and a newer Ahsoka collector whose passion for the modern stories has developed into a healthy and exciting journey within the Star Wars community. So pour yourself one of Fonz's famed Ahsoka tonics, pull up a chair to the table, and join us for a conversation about Star Wars. A perfect way to end the year. Gentlemen, welcome back to part two of the Ahsoka Collecting Panel. Uh, thank you guys so much for, for being a part of this. Uh, so here in the room tonight, we have F.J. DiRobertis, Chris Letty, Clifton Cadbane Boggs, Fonz Napolitano, and Will Russ. Hello, gentlemen. Good evening. Hey, How's it hey, going? Good. Uh, we've been trying to record this episode uh, a few times now over the last few weeks, and we ran into some issues. Um I messed us up one night because I couldn't couldn't figure out how to how to get my microphone on and recording. Uh, and then the most recent one, um, we actually had a kind of a serious thing. Um, uh, there were five of us on here that were recording, and we were missing Will, and uh, we didn't know where Will was. Uh, so, Will, if you want to explain what happened, well, I was actually here for the mic check earlier and, and in the evening, and had just run out to grab something to snack on and run an errand we had about what about 30 45 minutes before we were going to set to record and took off and on my way back i got t-boned by a lady and (laughs) so just kind of up and disappeared like a fart in the wind so i apologize guys i had uh, (laughs) more important things that i really had to attend to that night but i think i messaged one of you guys like at 10 30 11 o'clock that night so i appreciate all the well wishes i just sad that i started the chain reaction to delaying this podcast no and i mean we were we were really concerned you know to find out that you had landed in the hospital uh so we're we're glad that you're still with us and that everything's okay and uh we are thrilled (laughs) thrilled to be you know uh the six of us so um, luckily there was no long lasting repercussions and you know that's almost a month ago now so yeah amen well and you were you were here with us in spirit and uh and actually during that night um 
as we were uh, waiting to record, uh, we were all talking, and um, and FJ, you had a, a pretty good uh, pickup recently. I did. My phone pinged, and um, oddly enough, um, I picked up the uh, VC102, which is the vintage collection Ahsoka. Um, and kind of the significance of that too is that that's before I even started an Ahsoka focus. That was just a piece that I wanted in my collection because I'm primarily a vintage collector um, with everything in packages. So I always thought that would you know just kind of seamlessly go into my collection nicely so it was just a piece that i wanted but um oddly enough it's one of the later pieces i'm getting just because the the prices of that went <laughs> through the roof but i got an amazing deal um i made an offer and they accepted my offer which was just incredible so um yeah i'm really excited to have that piece in my collection now now it's, it has a big centerpiece on my shelf okay and you have it in hand now i do yes Terrific. i do have it in hand good excellent and, uh, and uh, Will, you had a, a pickup of your own recently? Uh, yes, I in fact just today uh, came home. There was a nice big box on my front porch, and it was the Gentle Giant Premier Guild statue, about eleven inches tall, and uh, it's got one of the more eye with the wings all spread out. It's from it looks very much like season seven of uh, Clone Wars, the image of her. And was that limited? Uh, I believe it's five thousand. Okay, so it wasn't uh, a it wasn't a super limited. Yeah, five thousand. I got number one thirty five though. Very nice. Yeah, really, one thirty six is the one to have, but it, it's it's cool. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Fonz, you also had a really nice pickup, uh, one that I am completely jealous of. Yeah, so I was very excited to add that to the Ahsoka collection. It was uh, a VIP uh, piece from Celebration Europe. I'm not sure what year it was, but uh, it was a piece uh, done about or done uh, uh, Ahsoka's battle with Vader on Melkor, and uh, it was done by Dave. The art was done by Dave Filoni, um, and I guess the VIPs got to spend some time with him uh, while he signed the piece and he would do a unique, um, not only an autograph, but a unique uh, uh, drawing on each piece. So each piece is different. Um, and on mine is a drawing of Vader that Filoni did. Um, and from what I've learned since then there is probably less than 50 of these known to exist so i was very excited to add that to the collection um just because it's uh you know ahsoka invader which is one of my favorite scenes in all of uh star wars it's a gorgeous piece and uh fonz you and i were on the phone that night and uh there were a few pieces that had come up uh, for sale and we were, we were discussing the different ones and uh, you know, some of them were really interesting and some of them were okay. And, and then when that piece came up, <laughs> you had kind of paused and then you were like, I have to have this one. <laughs> so it was, it was really cool to see you get such a, a monumental piece. Yeah. So I'm excited to add it to the collection. Definitely. That's awesome. Uh, Clifton, have you had a, a recent pickup? Uh, yes. I, I finally got, uh, the uh, Clone Wars Ahsoka from Walmart, you know, the one that we talked about on the, uh, what, the Georgia Alliance uh, Winter Social, no, not Winter, 
the virtual the, the summer social. social. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that was, uh, so your, your part, uh, in our panel was to talk about things that were coming up, you know, upcoming releases. And at the time, uh, you know, we had seen pictures for it. I think we were able to, to order it, but, um, we didn't know how long it'll take. So I'm glad you were able to get it before the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, what, when was the order? Was it in June or July? Do you Around remember? There, yeah. I think it, I think was, it was in July or something. Yeah. yeah. It was probably the beginning of July. So yeah, I, I just received it about a week ago. So what do you think of it? I think it's a beautiful figure and it, and it definitely looks like her from the seventh season of uh, clone wars. So I, I give it two thumbs up. It goes Very on my cool. shelf. Well, again, I'm glad you're able to, to order it in 2020 and to receive it in 2020. That's right. So, uh, Chris, you, you had an, an interesting pickup, uh, a, a piece that we don't normally see. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, uh, ever since I started collecting, um, Ahsoka, there was one area, um, that I had kind of been pushing off and that was her, uh, a boxed version of her Jedi starfighter. And unfortunately I waited till 2020, um, to pick one up. And, <laughs> uh, just cause the prices, as we all know, keep going up, but I was able to find a more unique version of the Jedi Starfighter. It's actually the Canadian multilingual um, boxed version. And so it has additional French text on it um, on the front and back. And, and just uh, it's pretty easy to differentiate it between the, the U S version, but uh, it's a really nice looking piece of um, artwork on it uh, from, from Hasbro. And I think it, you know, it just adds an, a nice touch to the Ahsoka collection. So I was very happy to finally get one of those. Um, I actually won it on a bid um, for lower than what I expected. So that's that's a plus. And um, so not really Ahsoka related, but kind of. Um, the, uh, the morning of the airing of the Jedi on of the Mandalorian series, I decided to jump on a particular comic book featuring a particular character that may have been mentioned in that uh, episode. And it was heir to the empire uh, number one. And I had gotten a, a CGC graded copy uh, 9.6 for a reasonable price. And then by the evening, it had already doubled in price. Uh, no, you're wrong there. It was uh, whatever time you bought it, six, seven o'clock yeah. in the morning. By the time it hit noon, it had doubled. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And then by evening, it was like at least two and a half times. Yeah. 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 So a couple key pieces there. I'm not real. I, I collect comics and, um, you know, that that particular one I didn't have. And I figured... Why not? It's a little bit of an investment piece, but also adds to the collection. Very smart purchase. <laughs> Very. Um, I was gifted a piece uh, this month um, during during the holidays as part of a Secret Santa. And uh, by, by Paul Chu, who was very kind, and uh, his gift was incredibly thoughtful. And it was uh, the Ahsoka Tano doll from... Um, uh, Toydarian Toy Makers, uh, which is the the store in Galaxy's Edge, it's the shop, and uh, 
And so this doll is only sold at um it looks like you know a, a child's a child's doll of of Ahsoka Tano and it's only sold at um Galaxy's Edge uh, in um in Florida and in California and I haven't been to Galaxy's Edge yet and I just I really like the the way it's made it, it looks really cool it looks like something that would have been made in a shop uh based upon a, a character within that world and uh, so to, to get one as a, as a gift was a, a real treat. So that's been my Ahsoka pickup recently. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so um, I think – so today I really wanted to focus on um, on collecting. You know, the other the, – the last episode we talked about uh, – what Ahsoka meant to us, how we how we became fans of Ahsoka and Ashley Eckstein, and then you know maybe how we became collectors, uh, and and you know for a lot of us who had started out in vintage, how that was kind of a, a doorway for us into modern. Uh, but um, so I wanted to just talk about the the toys, uh, specifically the Hasbro toys, because I think you know growing up on Star Wars in the eighties. You know the the films and the the figures went side by side, and they were just as important. And I think you know nowadays too that the figures are still incredibly popular, uh, and there's a new generation growing up with them. Uh, but collectors have fully embraced them. So now, uh, you know, I, I know for a lot of us, um, we are collectors of the production toys as well as some of the pre-production stuff. Um, so I have a little quiz before we start. Uh, I want to see oh, no. how you guys do with this. Uh, so, Chris, we're going to start with you. Mm. Um, <laughs> how many uniquely sculpted Ahsoka figures have been made by Hasbro over the past 12 years? Oh, my God. <laughs> you have That's five a, seconds. Oh, jeez, and crap. Uniquely sculpted Ahsoka figures. So, you know, it doesn't matter if she has a, a, a cloak on her or anything like that. Just uniquely sculpted mm. Ahsoka figures. Nine? You would think so. That was what I thought, too. Uh, it's six. Wow. What are they? What are they? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Her version from her first look from um, the original, you know, the beginning of Clone Wars. Um, her spacesuit version. Her um, scuba gear. Let's see. That's three. Then there's her um, costume change in, from season three. Then her vintage collection one. And then, oh yeah, and then her rebels one. That's it. You nailed them. Very oh, nice. Good job. See, I, I was considering six inch also. So and then the the five inch um, adventures. Oh, um, you know figure what? Too. I apologize. I should have said three and three quarter inch. Okay. <laughs> but yes. Okay. So you nailed it. You, you got Still it. Passed. <laughs> Sweet. Clifton, how many Ahsoka figures in total have been released for the Black Series line? Two. Well, three, but uh, one was repackaged. How many Ahsoka figures in total have been released for the Black Series line? I can't even tell you how many they released out of the uh, factory. <laughs> <laughs> to be more specific, how many individual releases do you have in your collection for the Black Series? There's three. 
Would anyone else like to take a guess? Four. Go for it. What are the four? There's the original box number 20. There's the Rebels purple box from the new line. There's the Clone Wars. And there's the three and three quarter black series. That's it. Um, Tricky, tricky. (laughs) Okay. I was considering the other, you know, (laughs) the repack. I understand. Well, and the the repack, it is a repack, but it is total. Um, Okay. Continuing with Will. Which three individually carded Ahsoka figures are the most expensive currently? VC-102. Which is the vintage collection. CW-09. CW-44. Interesting. Would anyone else like to take a guess? You're close, Will. Which one's the 09? Is that um, original release? Is this just vintage, or is this just Clone Wars, or all of Ahsoka? All of Ahsoka. Just all of Hasbro Ahsoka. Okay. So vintage collection, 44, scuba gear. Yeah. That's it. Um, Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, those, those are the three. Nice job. Um, Fonz. There are three three-and-three-quarter-inch Ahsoka figures that came with two lightsabers and two hilts. Which ones are they? So it's the Vintage Collection. It's the Battle with Vader on uh, Malachor. I don't know what that one's called. Um... And probably the uh, God. What's the one where she is in the multi pack with the uh, with General? I think she's in with General Grievous. Uh, you got. You have one out of the three so far. Would anyone else like to take a, a gamble on this? She came with two. She came with two with the vintage collection. Two lightsabers and two hilts. With the two lightsabers and two hilts. What's that? Oh, two sabers and two hilts. Yes. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That I don't. I don't know. <laughs> CW forty four. <laughs> That's one. Yep. Black series and vintage collection. That's two and three. Good job. Uh, okay, FJ. How many oh, two no. packs? <laughs> how, okay, here we go. How many two packs <laughs> were produced by Hasbro containing a three and three quarter inch Ahsoka as one of the two figures? Um, I want to say three because, well, there's the, the Rebels one with Vader. Then there's the one with Plo Koon. And I, I, there's a third that I can't, I can picture it, but I can't think of who's in it with her. Um, I don't know what the third is, but I'm pretty sure there's a third. Would anyone like to help FJ out? Please help the Nubia. <laughs> <laughs> brain invaders. Yes. Yes, oh, brain invaders. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. Okay, and then uh, a bonus question for all of you. Um, in the past 12 years, how many, of, how many of these years did not see an Ahsoka figure release by Hasbro? Either six inch or three and three quarter inch. So out of the 12 years, how many years went by where there wasn't uh, an Ahsoka figure produced? Four years. Okay. Uh, Clifton, you said four. Uh, who else has a guess? Well, there was the show ended in 12, right? 
2012. So 12, I would say about four years, too. Okay, I'm going to go with six. I think there were two in the Black Series that didn't have any. Would anyone like to guess in between FJ's and Will's answers? <laughs> Five. <laughs> oh, Chris. <laughs> yeah, so it turns out uh, that 2013 and 2014 did not see any releases. Then we had the Rebels uh, and the Black Series in 15 and 16. And then 17, 18, and 19, there wasn't uh, a, a release for, for any of those uh, years. And then 2020, we had a number of releases. Oh, that's right. They just teased us in 19. That's right. I think so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, so now let's, let's take a look through. So um, as you can see, uh, you know, if you're listening to this and you're not an Ahsoka collector, but you are an Ahsoka fan, or if you have some of the toys, um, there really weren't many figures that were, that were produced during these years. Um, and when we we really look at it, you know, kind of winding it down to, six original sculpted figures over the course for, for three for the three and three quarter inch over the course of the last 12 years isn't really a lot especially when she was such a, a major character um in a number of series um but anyway so uh so looking at at some of these i just wanted to highlight with you guys some of the uh, the major ones so looking at 2008 the first one is the cw09 um would anyone like to talk about that one I really enjoyed the CW09 just because, you know, that was the the fresh new Padawan we got to see. So, you know, they made they made a figure of her, and I thought it was a nice little character. Also, it came with uh, Jabba the Hutt's uh, son, and she got a nice little backpack, and she got to <laughs> run, run, run. And I think Hasbro used that backpack uh, over and over again for some of the clones. Yeah, yeah, tons of clones had it. Um, some had flaps, some did not. I don't even, they didn't even carry anything. You couldn't even put their rifles in it. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I don't know why they would have them, but you're right. There wasn't anything you could really put in it. No, just a small baby uh, Jabba. The thing about I like about this is um, it's kind of like her rookie card in action figures. You know, it's like her first uh, release. And um, there's something about the packaging being based off the clone trooper helmet. Um, has a nice shelf presence. And I do like the image of her um, on the uh, the front of it there. Um, gives a great depiction of her in, in the uh, series. So, and, it, and unlike today's packaging it has a nice little blurb on the back just talking about ahsoka and and why she's got rada the hut on there so yeah it's it's a it's a key piece that's the piece that i just picked up tonight <laughs> oh yeah thanks to so, yeah so right before we went to record fj you picked up something right we got to do more of these recordings because i'll just keep picking things up yeah um, <laughs> i did i picked up um that version of the figure yep i already had the uh the Clone Wars packaging, the blue packaging, but that, that was the one packaging I didn't have. Which, which version did you get? Did you get multilingual or? Yes, right? Uh, yeah. It up right now because <laughs> I literally just did it before we got on, so I'm, I'm, I'm pulling it up. Um, yeah, it's the, it's the multilingual one. Chris, I know you uh, collect, you know, all different uh, releases. Have you seen a Japanese release with the uh, sticker on the back? 
Um, I personally haven't. Um, those those Japanese sticker ones are really tough because it's very random, and usually they're not advertised having it. So, it, you know, it's one of those ones. It, you know, you you'd have to be frequenting uh, J- Japanese sites or, um, or just really know what you're looking at. But yeah, uh, yeah it's for me. I just uh, I love all the the multilingual um, foreign releases personally and, uh, try to find any unique ones I can. Nice. Very cool. And we were talking about it going into the episode that, um, we have not seen any pre-production pieces for this character for this first release. Yeah. They got to be in the Hasbro vault or, uh, in somebody's, somebody's, uh, black hole collection. Cause, um, you know, it's crazy after all these years, nothing has really surfaced for this particular version. I would say they're probably in a, in a black hole collection because, uh, you know, there's some people that I know that got really lucky with the hard copies and, and the first shots of the other releases. I like to think Dave Filoni went to him and went, I own all of this. <laughs> hey, I'd have nothing. I'd have nothing wrong with that. Agreed. <laughs> I have to say though, I think we have some stuff Filoni does not have. So that, that's kind of interesting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So that, that's the first one. Uh, now jumping into 20, uh, 2009, um, Chris, uh, there's the, the CW 23. Could you explain a little bit about what that is? Yeah, so CW23 is um, a release of her um, specifically in a spacesuit. She comes with a removable kind of old school um, space helmet. And uh, she's got a, it's like a mauve kind of purplish suit. Um, And this one, uh, her and Anakin... Uh, had to go into space through a different, a couple of different arcs or, and stuff. So it, it's a unique design. And uh, this one comes in, I think, is it like the saga um, kind of packaging? I forget what it's called. It's got a, a red motif and the background image has her wearing her helmet and it's a really cool design. But uh, this one, this particular release is uh, pretty popular in my collection just because I have a fairly decent run of pre-production items for this particular version of her. Um, for whatever reason, there was just more more pieces out there. And uh, yeah, so I've got the painted hard copy of this one. I've got the Deco Master um, for... There's there was a paint color change when she they did the one of the battle packs, so they uh, they changed the color to a darker maroon type of suit, and then I've got several production or um, several samples with Japanese writing on them, and a few other pieces as well. So it's just a really neat early piece. Um, I didn't hear yeah. you mention a first shot, though. Do you have a first shot for? Mm, have you no. have you seen? Are, are they are they around at all? Have you seen one? Uh, <laughs> I have seen several. And Six. <laughs> seems like every single time I get outbid. Yes. Um, but yeah, so they 
yeah, that particular release um, has seen a few pop up on eBay over the last few years and mm. uh, several other um, Facebook, um, you know, sales and stuff like that. So, no, I, I missed everyone. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there was a point though where uh, they were popping up, and they were popping up in that one hundred to two hundred dollar range. Uh, yeah. And um, Clifton, what did the last one sell for? Do you know? For which one? The uh, the twenty three. Yes. <sighs> it was it was over a thousand. I I can't remember exactly. Sixteen hundred. There we go. Oh, yeah. yeah, what a price jump! <laughs> and, and I know she she had absolutely nothing with her. It was just the actual figure, right? Yeah, no, no accessories no or anything accessories. like that. No accessories. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we're gonna we're gonna jump into 2010, um, and uh, so really the one of the 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 major pieces I think, or one of the coolest pieces, uh, was the rising malevolence. Uh, Ahsoka and Plo Koon two pack. Um, it's the only time that we have had those figures in, in the same two pack or in the same um, in the same set together, and uh, it's really interesting because um, I guess Will maybe you might be able to explain this, but there's a, a connection between Plo Koon and Ahsoka. Are you familiar with it? Uh, Plo Koon's the one that picked up Ahsoka and brought her to the Jedi Council in the first place. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, he's been like, essentially, you know, he adopted her yeah. into the Jedi Order and he's been like a father figure to her. Once again, thank you, Plo Koon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're jumping into 2011. Um, so uh, this is not an Ahsoka figure, but it's, it's Ahsoka Jason, if you will. Um, it's the CW43 R7A7 uh, astromech droid. So, uh, Chris, I believe you have something special for this character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one one cool thing about this figure is that w- we got to see him again in uh, Season 7, um, which was a, a great little um, piece to add, you know, add to the, uh, you know, Ahsoka story. Um, so this particular droid... You know, it's one that pairs very well with her Starfighter. Um, the color scheme works really good with that. And also, um, you know, it's it's just a, it's just a neat looking droid. I, again, like the color scheme is what really draws me to this astromech. Um, purple, yellow kind of uh, motif on it. But for me, um, I was able to get a couple uh, pre-production pieces um, early on, uh, in my collecting. And then I just so happened to be at celebration Chicago and I was at the room sales, which are usually it's a collector led event, usually in one of the halls or in one of the rooms of the, the hotel that we're usually staying at. And I was looking around, looking around, just digging, and a particular seller had a whole bunch of pre-production items, modern stuff, and I was looking, I was discouraged, there was nothing that was really fitting my focus, and I was flipped over a piece of paper that had fallen on the floor, and underneath was a paint sample R7 
A7. And uh, he's like, don't, don't mind the price on it. You know, I'll give you a better deal. And so I snatched that right up. And little did I know that my fellow collector and, and host of this podcast was I hate you. several <laughs> feet behind me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, had, I had picked that up um, right before him. So I, I feel really bad, David. But, you know, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it happens. Uh, no, and, and actually, so uh, you left behind a Goldie. Yes. So Goldie is um, R3S6, uh, which is uh, a droid in – and it, it looks pretty much the same as our, our 7A7. Uh, it's just – it's painted. It was a Filoni favorite. It was painted gold and black. Um and it's called Goldie after the colors of Dave Filoni's favorite football team, the um, – uh, the Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, um, so I had picked that up, and actually, uh, I found out in doing some research recently that R seven A seven is a repaint of two thousand and eight's Goldie. So I thought that was really yeah. cool that they hmm. they share that 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 common bond. I picked up a, uh, I think a paint sample or a sample not long ago of Goldie uh, last year. That's such a cool figure. I think it's really. Um, is it in? Um, is it is it hand painted or is it uh, in in non production colors? I I wish I could remember. Um, I boxed it away and I have not found it yet, so I cannot tell you. Okay. The, I just want to add, like the one thing about that figure, um, I think it's just it, because there's so few individual Ahsoka figures that that's what led me to see what else is like Ahsoka adjacent, like you're saying. Um, and it, it's not, it has gone up in value obviously since his appearance in season seven, but it's another figure that's relatively, um, affordable and it's just something else you can add to your, um, Ahsoka run. So I, I definitely, you know, it, it's fun having those pieces, um, and then R seven got a re got a new brand new release this year from Hasbro um, in the Celebrate the Saga Jedi Order pack. So it's just neat getting some of that, you know, a new piece for that Astromech. Terrific. Uh, we're going to stay in twenty eleven, and uh, we are coming up to one of the big ones now. Um, FJ, if you'd like to talk about uh, the CW forty four, love that figure. Um, I just think they captured the likeness of her um, when they did the costume change and she matured. Um, there's just something about the face and that figure and the eyes. Um, I just really love that piece. And uh, that's where that, that was the piece that really like kind of catapulted me into my Ahsoka focus. Cause I had listened uh, to your podcast, David, all about Ahsoka and you talked about that piece and I immediately like it, it just drove me to go find that piece. And I, with your help, I did within a few weeks after that, I think. Um, and I just love it. It's that actually that figure is, is on, I have like a, a case with like three shelves on it, Ahsoka pieces. And that's like center, um, in my top shelf. I just, and I actually just got it loose as well to display with it. I just picked that up a couple weeks ago. Um, I have it side by side with that. So I love it. Very cool, and and that's one that that's right now. I think it's in that two hundred to three hundred dollar range. Yeah, um, and it's it's really exploded in price over the course of this past year. Um, Even loose, Clifton, 
Clifton Fonz, yeah, loose. I mean, it's close to two hundred dollars yeah. a time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Clifton Fonz, will do you do either or do any of you have um, a CW forty four? No. I've got. What about just, you, Fonz? I'm sorry. I, I yeah, I just acquired uh, one. I don't have it yet. It's coming from Mexico, but uh, I actually acquired two of them in the deal. Um, and I was contacted by another collector who wants the other one. So, you know, I'll, we'll work on a deal, but, uh, it's not a figure I know much about, but, um, I felt like I needed to acquire it since, uh, my college baseball number was 44. So I felt like I needed to have the Ahsoka 44 figure. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Perfect. you know, so I, I, I got it the other night. Fogs, we got it from the same person. I purchased it from the same guy that you did. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. And Fonz, I think you're really going to like that character because, or that that example because um, that was the Ahsoka from the Mortis trilogy. Mm-hmm. So that that's a pretty good representation yeah. of what many Clone Wars fans consider to be one of the best story arcs uh, in the entire series. Oh, I didn't know that. Cool. Mm-hmm. I have about oh. uh, ten of the forty-four. Do you I, really? Yes. <laughs> so you're the reason it's so expensive. Now. <laughs> I wish. Do you ever step back and wonder why the 44 is so expensive? Obviously, it's a great figure, but how is it hitting two to three hundred dollars? It wasn't. There was no short run. I think so many were opened. I mean, yeah. yeah. I think. Well, and also, I, th- I think it came at a time in which a lot of people had already purchased uh, a number of Ahsoka figures, mm. and I think that that one just, you know, again, around 2011, uh, people just missed it or maybe went for other other figures instead. Out of all you guys, um, how many have the eight-pack that was either at Walmart or Sam's Club that had the Ahsoka in it, the 44? I've never even seen that. Oh, me neither. Yeah. I've only seen the um, the eight pack with either an R seven A seven or her original release in this in the blue Clone Wars packaging. I've never seen a CW forty four in the eight pack. Okay, I've heard I, I I've heard of them existing, but I've heard of them existing. I, I was wondering. I've I've seen in person the uh, the repack. But I've never seen a 44. Uh, that would be really cool. I mean, that would be... That would be a gem to find. Yeah, that's yeah, essentially right. a grail piece now. So all of us will go on eBay tonight and we'll <laughs> try to hunt it down. <laughs> I'm on it already. <laughs> um, okay, so jumping ahead yeah, now to... For me... I'll... Oh, sorry. No, please no, go. I was, well, I was just going to... Yeah, no, I was just going to add... Um, Obviously, the CW44 now, it, it's, um, it's tough to buy one example. Um, I mean, Clifton, he's got, he's got quite, quite the uh, plethora of them. But um, these days, it's, it's just really difficult to just to find one. Um, actually, last year, um, I had decided to really delve into these multilingual ones, and I actually found... Um, four different examples um, of the CW44. Um, it's possible that there's another uh, version out there, but um, 
yeah, it's just really cool to see all the different languages and, and the different um, kind of packaging and, and that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, definitely glad I, I bought them last year. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I have six and I thought that was a lot. Um, I was picking them up when they were like 55 to $75 a piece. Um, but wow, <laughs> it's amazing. I, I was um, picking them up at that time too. So every time I saw them, I was like, I can't pass it up for that price. Hmm. I, two, I have paid over a hundred dollars for it. And it was because they were really nice cards. They're very tough to find nice now. They really are. Um, I was fortunate this year. Uh, one of my my main purchases for the year uh, was a CW44 uh, Ahsoka first shot. Um, wow. it was the first one to pop up. I think it was the first Ahsoka prototype piece or, or first shot uh, to pop up in in the in the past three years. Um, so that was for me. Uh, that's kind of my my top purchase probably of the year. Um, something I never thought I'd be able to own, and uh, was. Very glad that uh, you know it became available. Um, jumping back for a quick second, uh, Chris, I believe you have a, uh, a special CW44 piece as well. I've got a couple special CW44 <laughs> pieces. Uh, yeah, on our last uh, discussion, um, I talked about having picked up uh, several. Um, hand-painted hard copies um, from a seller in China. And um, so one of them happened to be CW44. And when I got it, I mean, I didn't really, I knew that the, I knew of the figure. Um, I had had, I had one carded example. It was the Mexican or Spanish version. I didn't even have the regular U.S. carded version. I had a loose version of the figure. But, um, you know, as my collecting journey went on, I realized, okay, this piece is pretty significant. Um, but, yeah, so it's it's a hand-painted hard copy. And uh, it's it ha- I have both um, hand-painted painted um hard copy hilts and both hand painted um hard copy lightsabers as well um just an amazing piece it's it's literally my favorite piece out of anything in my entire collection um just very thankful uh my the timing was right and the price was right because i wouldn't be able to afford it in the in this market um but I don't yeah. think the six of us could afford it no. right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, um, you know, it's, it's one of those pieces that's uh, collection defining for me. Um, it, it's, it's really, you know, just very, very happy to have that. And then um, later that year, I was able to acquire the proof card for CW44 as well to pair with it. So it's, a, it's a great pairing for these two. Um, and again, the time, you know, the timing is right. Um, I was able to get three, um, four different Ahsoka proofs plus R7 proof, um, from the same seller. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just, I, I don't, I mean, other than the first shot that, that you acquired, I mean, I don't, you know, there may be one other piece that we've seen, pre-production wise for this figure 
Um, yeah, there are two two first but shots. Nothing else is really. Yeah, nothing else has popped up for this one. Yeah, it's a if you're if you're starting to collect Ahsoka, just getting the CW forty four figure, whether it's loose or carded, is is a big mm-hmm. deal. Uh, yeah, yeah. And definitely one totally. worth getting because it's just a great piece overall. Um, so jumping into 2012 now, uh, as we're we're kind of winding down to the the, the big ones, um, uh, the first one that came out was CW Collection 15, which was Ahsoka and Scuba Gear. Um, FJ, I believe you have a pretty good story around this one. Yeah, so that was the second one that I, I wanted to get after I got the CW44. I thought it was such a cool figure. and I, I, So I purchased uh, an Ahsoka figure on e- eBay, and I think I messaged you with the picture of it, right, David? And I was all excited. Yes. I, got, I, got, I got the scuba gear, and, you, you, and I think I said a ridiculously low price, and you're like, you got it for that price? No way. And I said, yeah, I did, and I, I sent you a picture. Like, yeah, um, that's the space gear, Ahsoka, because <laughs> all I was focusing on was the helmet, and I bought it so quickly and was not paying attention. And it's okay because I needed that, I needed that as well. But I did eventually get the scuba gear, uh, but it was for a lot more than I paid for the the space one. <laughs> it's a very very cool piece. And and Clifton, I believe you uh, you had a purchase as well recently. Uh, yes, I I actually uh, got a. Uh, scuba gear as well. It literally just walked into you, into your <laughs> yeah, hands, right? It, it walked into the shop, so you know I I can't complain. But um, a lot of times things will go home with me and then come back, but this one will come home with me and stay. It's a beautiful figure, though. It really is. I, I I love the card art on it. it yeah. it's great. I I think I have about three or four of them loose, and and this will be my third carded one. Wow. It's a real shame that we've never seen the hard copy for it. So moving on, uh, uh, <laughs> Chris, would you like to add to Sorry. this? I'm <laughs> taking over a bit of the conversation. Um, yeah. So in that same, that same uh, purchase uh, in 2017, um, one of the hard copies, again, that I acquired was the scuba gear. And uh just seeing that figure in that, uh, you know, raw painted, you know, hand painted form, it really, uh, you know, it accentuates all the, the, the qualities of that figure. It's an underrated figure. In my opinion, I really, really like this figure. Um, even though it, it's, uh, it's got a little bit less articulation, um, like in the legs and stuff than some of the other figures. Uh, I just, I think it's a great, great head sculpt. Um, you've get a bunch of great accessories, multiple lightsabers, her, her scuba mask, um, some crazy disc shooter. Um, so yeah, I, I, I got that. And then also with that figure, you get a trading card. And from that same seller, I bought, I got the proof card sheet for that, uh, that trading card as well. So, um, you know, between the hard copy, the proof sheet, and then also the um, Hasbro internal sales sample that I picked up this year, um, with, which has alternate uh, coloring on her face. She has a different color um, orange paint on her face. Um, it's like a pale, a pale orange, yes. right? Yeah, it's pale. And then if you look in some of the promotional uh, images for that 
particular figure, you'll notice that the face paint is paler in the in the promo, um, some of the promo stuff. But uh, yeah, nice little run there, and uh, yeah, just great figure. I mean, again, I definitely, uh, you know, it, it's one of those figures that um, it, it's it's unique. It's a unique design, and and you think about all the different suits and stuff that Ahsoka wore the different costumes and everything throughout clone wars. And, uh, you know, we got the space suit and the, now, nah, and then the scuba suit, um, kind of makes me think like, man, you know, there's so many other possibilities of other suits and costumes that we could have gotten. Um, if only Hasbro would go back to the well and, uh, <laughs> you know, come out with some different ones, but, uh, yeah. So that's, that's a scuba gear figure for me. Very cool. Uh, we are now approaching uh, probably the, the biggest one, uh, and I'm going to pass this one over to to Fonz. Um, Fonz, so we're looking at 2012's uh, Vintage Collection VC-102, so please tell us about it. Yeah, I think this was really the figure that got me into collecting Ahsoka Tano. I mean, um, as a vintage, because primarily a vintage collector, um, I never really thought about getting into the modern stuff again. Uh, after you know the early 2000s and um you know once uh i i started to you know watch the clone wars and really liked ahsoka and didn't think much about collecting the figure but when she came out on a vintage collection card i thought well that's the perfect combination of you know two of my favorite things so um that was my my uh my introduction into collecting modern Ahsoka stuff. And she's really the only modern pieces that I collect or anything to do with Ahsoka. Um, I just really like the, I, I like the, uh, the fact that it, you know, pays homage to the, the original design of the vintage cards, but it's a figure or it's a, a character that um, I think a lot of the original trilogy collectors, um, or original trilogy fans really like. So I, I really, I, I feel like she brings, you know, she's the best of both worlds. Uh, so she was my first foray into it. And I think this was one of the last, um, this figure was one of the, the, the last of the vintage collection before they, you know, it became popular and they started to re-release it. And from my research, it was only available through mail order or, you know, only through special distributors. You couldn't buy this in a store. So it's a fairly limited release of the figure. Um, and there's only, from what I know, and I think Chris would agree with me, there's only three versions of it. There's the, the American version the tri-logo version and the European version, and they all have, um, you know, uh, uh, specific characteristics, not of the figure, but of the card back that make them unique. But it's one of my favorite figures. Um, and, uh, uh, I think, uh, that, you know, that that's one of the reasons why it's, it's very, been very popular. You had done something really special uh, with yours uh, in a display, and I think we talked about this in the in the previous episode. But I'd like you to bring it up again because it was it's something that I don't think any of us have really seen before. Well, <laughs> so so, and I don't know where I got this from, but 
you know, I thought it was canon that Ahsoka was a gray Jedi, but apparently it's not. She has gray lightsabers, and I don't know where I got that from, but I know I got it from somewhere. Um, but I always thought of her as a gray Jedi because she renounced the Jedi Order when she left, but she obviously wasn't a Sith, but she kind of played, you know, she had to do, she, she used her force powers to do what she had to do. Uh, and, and that made her she a was gray something. Jedi. She, I'm she sorry? wasn't a Sith. She she was definitely something, and I think that's where that that gray area is. I, you know, she was she was never officially made into made a Jedi, and she wasn't a Sith. Right. So I I, I love the fact that she's a gray Jedi. I just think that's what really makes her character so unique. Because I mean, I, I think there was another one in in the what what has become Legends, but um, you know, she's really the only canon gray Jedi that exists. So I really hope that they continue with that. But anyways, so I, I had the, the tri logo and the, uh, American versions, uh, encased by, um, uh, uh, the CAS, uh, grading company along with the gray Jedi code that I, I, I just think is, uh, so profound because the, the code takes, you know, the, it takes some of the Sith characteristics or the dark side characteristics and some of the light side characteristics and kind of combines them. And, and, and I think, you know, a, 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 a character that can utilize both would be more powerful than either one of them by themselves. Because that ultimately leads to a balance, right? It also ultimately leads to a balance, which is why I think she's going to be the mother. But that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but your display is is really incredible. I mean, it's just it's it's a great looking piece. And for me, it took uh, a piece that I was I was fond of, but wasn't really you know as as uh, as excited about it as maybe some of you guys were. Uh, and it really it really kind of brought my enthusiasm up for it. So thank you. Well, I. I, I it just uh, the like I said the uh, I think VC one hundred two was the I think I said it on the other podcast was the gateway uh, for us vintage collectors into getting into collecting Ahsoka because uh, or or even even for that matter even modern figures because they do you know harken back to what uh, what we've collected all along. I just think it was the most visually appealing of all of the characters, or of all of the versions of her. What made it visually appealing for you? Well, yeah, I'm big into artwork, um, and I don't dabble as much in the the vintage and and action figure lines. I'm more of a Black Series six inch. Um, but when I saw the artwork for that card, I was just like, whoa, that's that's a very, very different rendition of Ahsoka than we had ever previously seen. Now, I, like I said, I didn't know as much about CW44 in the transition and, you know, through the Mortis arc. And, I, and I'll definitely look at adding that to my collection at some point. But I just I don't do a lot of the three and three quarter inch figures. Much like Fawns, though, when I seen VC one hundred two, I was like, "That's if I'm going to have something in my collection, that's the piece that I want to represent my three and three quarter collection." 
Um, I went through approximately 40 cases before I settled on one that I sent off to have uh, encased by Cass. And I ended up, like I said, I went through almost 40 cases total through a supplier that I found out in California, and I ended up with a 9.0. So I'm I'm happy. It was just a very long, tedious process. I understand. And, and really getting – you said the grade was a 9.0? I got a 9.0. Yeah, the, the getting getting a grade like that is uh, especially with the Clone Wars stuff. Uh, often with the vintage collection, uh, you know, it's really difficult. So when you can do that and you can do it, you know, it sounds like you did it once on the first try. That's that's pretty impressive. Uh, it it was actually three different meetings with the guy, um, and this was this was three three and a half years ago when I picked up my BC one hundred two. So it was before the prices started getting just astronomical on that figure. For this particular um, version of Ahsoka, like you guys were saying, I mean, the artwork, the card art is is really what pops for this, and and what I it's what I love about this particular uh, release. Um, I just love how we've got the, you know, the vintage collection style, which you know pays homage to the original Kenner line. We've got the racing track, um, we've got Star Wars, and then we've got Clone Wars in red um, at the the top there. And I I think that just adds a really unique um, look to, you know, to a a vintage style card. And uh, and then the rendition of Ahsoka um, on the front, I just think, uh, again, like Will said, it's a very unique look. Um, It doesn't, uh, it's like a realistic version of the the animated character. And I think, um, it's just, it's just one that pops on the shelf and looks amazing in acrylic, uh, in, in an, you know, a GW acrylic case or graded. I I think it really is just a key piece, um, for any Ahsoka collector. And shockingly enough, it bears some resemblance to the actual human that actually ended up (laughs) portraying her. It really is the most the the, the 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 you know very very representative of Rosario's appearance you know and I and I really like the drawing uh, and the artwork. Does anybody know if the uh, the original artwork has ever surfaced? I have never seen it. I, I didn't think so, but I was wondering. Yeah, I think it's at Hasbro. Um, yeah. I, I, I couldn't even tell you honestly who the artist was on that particular card. I do. I can tell you it's not the same artist that did the other three figures that came out in that wave, though. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so now we're, we're starting to approach the end of... Uh, we have uh, in 2015. We have with the Force Awakens release uh, the Darth Vader Ahsoka Tano Rebels two pack. Okay, so I, I I really like this piece, and and I don't own an actual uh, uh, production piece of this, but one of my favorite pieces in my collection was a uh, uh, an item that was gifted to me by uh, my friend Tom Quinn, and, and it's the Ahsoka from that collection or the Ahsoka from that uh, two-pack with Vader when she fought Vader on Malachor. And 
it's 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 her first representation of her with her white or gray lightsabers and um the the custom is done uh, uh in rebels packaging it lo- it's very professionally done it looks like it 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 looks like a card that you would buy or you know a, a carded figure that you would buy in the store um i think her her um pose on the on the card back is one um where her 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 shoto lightsaber is in front and her her longer lightsaber is in back so you know she's she has this determined look on her face and i really enjoy the the the, the art on the uh, on the card back which was taken from the uh the animation from the from that particular episode um it's just a, it's just a great piece uh i i think what i like about it is that um, you know, one, it's from her, her, her duel with Vader and two, just the, just the determination on her face in this particular picture, I think really depicts or, or really captures why I like to collect Ahsoka. Um, because, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's one of the things uh, that I like about her, her, uh, her, her, her character's uh, story arc is her determination and her, uh, her determination to overcome, you know, any obstacle that's thrown at her path. One thing about that piece is, um, you know, it's, it's one of the more readily available uh, Ahsoka uh, pieces out there. Um, Pretty affordable and uh, a great, figure in itself and like Fonz's piece uh, a lot of customizers have been able to use that figure and and do a lot of custom carded uh, examples of that uh, of Ahsoka and I think that's another way to to get something different in your collection and I I just like searching on eBay or Etsy or something you know custom Ahsoka and I found some really really unique carded examples with using that figure. And, and I think, uh, for, for those collectors that are looking for something different, I mean, that's always something cool to look for. And, um, you know, it's, it's a quality piece and I, you know, it's, it's one that when it was released, I don't think a lot of people picked it up. Um, but now it's gaining a little bit more popularity, uh, with Disney plus, having rebels on there and, and people going back and catching up and seeing what's out there. I could see that one really popping up price. Uh, Clifton, I think you, you wanted to, to mention something. I did. I personally, I think this is the best sculpted uh, three and three quarter Ahsoka. I, I want to say it goes this one, then 44 and then the scuba gear. I, I think the rebels one, it, it, it's a very top notch figure. And and it's still affordable. I think it's in about the thirty five dollar range right now, but it used to sell for only five and ten dollars months ago. Yeah, and I have a feeling it's not going to stay there very long. No. Um, the the most recent one that we've seen explode in price is the Brain Invaders two pack. Uh-huh. Um, you know, for a while that was under twenty dollars, even just up until like a year or so ago. Uh, now it's been in that fifty to ninety dollar range. Uh, I saw one this week sell for one seventy, and I, I think you know just from watching the Ahsoka stuff over the years, uh, it looks like uh, this one and the the, uh, the Rebels two pack and the um, 
the Black Series three three quarter inch are primed to to you know essentially double in price. I would tell you that Darth Vader that is in the two pack with Ahsoka, it's a really nice sculpt. It, it it's got some nice uh nice structure to it. It's very Macquarie esque in my it opinion. Is. Well, they really did capture the Rebels Vader look in that figure. Definitely. Okay, and then uh, now we're getting into 2016. Uh, we're approaching the last of the three and three quarter inch figures, uh, and and also the um, the rise of the six inch Black Series figures. Uh, so, in 2016, we had two releases. We had the Black Series six inch Rebels Ahsoka Tano. And the Black Series three and three quarter inch uh, Ahsoka Tano, which was the re-release of the 2012 uh, vintage collection piece. Yeah, it was nice to see um, Ahsoka being represented in the six inch Black Series form. Um, obviously, the first version we saw of her uh, in you know in the in the six inch um, scale, and obviously it was based off the Rebels version more realistic appearance like they did with all the other rebels characters um and you know the first offering at the time it was great looking piece um you know we'll we'll talk shortly about you know a, a really re-release but um this was one that man i saw this everywhere and there was clearances for five dollars um you could you could find the Soka everywhere, and then poof, they all disappeared. And um, you know, it's it's uh, if you're a completist, you know, it, it's a good one to have. And they're tough to find in good shape because the black boxes got all scuffed up and everything. Hmm. Yeah, um, Will, you found a good deal on this one, didn't you? What on uh, the original box twenty? Yeah, I actually picked up two or three of them from a JC Penney's that for like fifteen bucks. They they were like like uh, Chris was saying, they these were readily available. And then like it was this wave and the next wave that had Sabine. And when they dropped those two, then all of a sudden they just started to dry up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had passed on a sealed case of I think it was like six of of the Ahsoka, the six inch Ahsoka, uh, for eighty nine dollars. <laughs> that was actually that case was the first case that they started doing that with from Hasbro of just uh, one figure for the whole case. They did it with that. They did it with Sabine, and they all. I think Darth Revan was the other one that they finally yeah. came back and dumped on the rest of the market. I think you're right. Yeah, those are three great pieces too. Um, and then uh, Will, you had also, uh, as Clifton was alluding to before, you you had a a really nice pickup on the uh, three and three quarter inch Black Series uh, Walmart exclusive. Yeah, uh, I believe it was two years ago. Yeah, it had to be 2018. We were just browsing through a Burlington coat factory, and I picked up that little three and three quarter inch. Not because I I loved it, but because it was just because it was Ahsoka, and it is priced at a buck ninety nine. I mean, it was one of those kind of at the end of the counter. How can you say no impulse buys? 
man, that's perfect. I really love the uh, the the six inch uh, Black Series Ahsoka, um, the original one, uh, for two reasons. One, um, it's not something I ever thought to buy for myself, but my friends knew I collected Ahsoka uh, several years ago, and one of the meetups I had at my house. Um, uh, uh, I was I was gifted this by um, uh, Joe O'Neill. He came to my house and he knew I collected Ahsoka, and so he gave me that black. He gave me the Black Series Ahsoka, the Black Series Thrawn, and the Black Series Hera all at once. As as you know, kind of hey, thanks for having a party at your house, and uh, you know they they've remained in my collection since then, and I and I I really appreciate it. So. That's how I acquired the, and you know, we'll, we'll hear more about my Ahsoka collection and and how the friendships have evolved from that. Um, he's always in. He's always invited to your party too, right? <laughs> well, yes, of course. I, yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, uh, but but it was really nice, you know, because back then. Nobody really, you know, it was. You look on eBay now, and they go for sixty, seventy bucks or whatever. But back then, it wasn't anything, you know. And um, uh, but he gave me, you know, my first Black Series Ahsoka, and then uh, not long after that, uh, David had contacted me, and he said, "Hey, there's a really cool." Uh, this was this was after the last episode of Rebels aired, I believe, and. Um, uh, Dave had texted me that uh, there's a really cool uh, custom of Ahsoka the White on eBay using that particular sculpt of Ahsoka in a. Uh, um, it's obviously the six inch figure, but it's in a. It's styled after the 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 twelve inch uh, vintage line, and it's done very 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 well. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, Dave, Dave uh, contacted me about that and I was able to, uh, to, to get that on eBay. So again, that's just a, an example of this particular figure and, uh, just friends knowing that I collected Ahsoka and kind of helping me add to my collection two pieces that, uh, mean a great deal to me. And that one's just really nice again, cause the, so the Ahsoka, the white, when we talk about that, that's, uh, it's, it's Ahsoka in a, in a white uh, robe essentially from the finale of rebels and um and the box that it was done in it, it as Fawn says it, it looks like the the vintage i would say empire strikes back um 12 inch box or like one of the vehicle boxes maybe uh it looks it more it looks more like the empire strikes back uh 12 inch uh uh I'm, I'm in my collection room now, so I'm comparing it to the uh, to the Empire Strikes Back 12 inch <laughs> figures. Uh, you know, the, you know the couple of them that I have, and uh, yeah, it looks more like the Empire um, Empire figures with the red writing, and um, it's really, really well done. It, it, it it's obviously not a 12 inch box, but it's a it's a six inch box, but uh, it's done very well. Okay, so now now we're going to jump into 2020. Um, we had two big releases uh, in 2020. It was the re-release of the six-inch Black Series Ahsoka uh, from from Rebels, uh, but with different packaging, um, with art on the side of the box, a drawing of of Ahsoka, and then the last one was a very special one uh, that Clifton, I think you had mentioned before. Uh, the it was the Walmart exclusive uh, Clone Wars version of Ahsoka in six inch form from season seven. 
I think both of these uh, releases were really great. The only problem I have with them is they're not accurate accurate to the uh, to the actual shows. I kind of just want them to go back to the original Clone Wars figures and make make them taller. But all in all, I think they're great figures. Yeah, they definitely, um, you know, Hasbro went back to the drawing board with their packaging for the Black Series. And uh, instead of just being the black and the red, um, they went with uh, having artwork on the side. And then it all, that entire wave connects as like a, an, an image and um, Hasbro, you know, the artists did a great job uh, their, with their portrayals of those characters. Uh, they, they again, went back to the drawing board with their new face painting technology. So the, the paint applications look uh, tighter on, on her face and, and that sort of thing for the Rebels release. Um, definitely an upgrade, um, in my opinion, and then also with the the Clone Wars version, yeah, Clifton, it's they kind of took some liberties with they used some of the rebels um, molding and everything to make that figure, so it's not a hundred percent accurate to the TV show. Yeah. Um, so, but the face the face sculpt on it is really good. Um, it is. And uh, again, the artwork on the on the side is just uh, you know it's really nice to look at. So. Yeah, I mean, great, great releases. And again, I'll, I'll, I'll echo what you said. I mean, well, in the, in the, in the opposite, I wish they would give us the Clone Wars season seven in three and three quarter inch form. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish that as yes. well. But yes, <laughs> I don't, I don't. We, you know, we can question. Um, you know, the direction that Hasbro is going in with three and three quarter inch, where it seems like we're only getting it on vintage collection, which I would take a version of season seven, which Definitely. is, um, I just, I just love that look for Ahsoka. Um, maybe we'll see it hopefully soon. Um, but, uh, but yeah, great, great releases. It's, it's nice to see, uh, Ahsoka, not really on the shelves, but um, you know, in collectors' hands. And I loved the updated face paint or the the repackaging of box number twenty, the original Ahsoka in black series. Uh, the eyes could be disconcerting on the original run, and a lot of it had to do with the production run itself. Um, the new box, I love and hate. I hate it for display purposes but i love the mural that they put on the side how you put the series together um i i'm i'm an inbox collector so it it just takes up like three more spaces so you can display it with the mural um but i think they did excellent and i'm looking forward to the next version that hasbro throws out well, the nice thing is uh, Disney and Hasbro both really like money. They like making money, and uh, they notice now that there's a huge fan base with with Ahsoka fans uh, for six inch series figures and uh, and uh, the three three quarter inch series figures. You know what's really awesome is I really like to spend money when I have it. 
Yep. <laughs> You're talking to five other Ahsoka collectors. We're, we're really, we have a master's degree in that right now. <laughs> right. Um, well, gentlemen, I think this is where we're going to wrap this one. Uh, I'm excited because I, I have a feeling that we're going to be doing another one in the future about the different areas uh, beyond the figures and the prototypes uh, that we that we collect. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. But I just, you know, again, FJ, Chris, Clifton, Fonz, and Will, thank you so much for being a part of this. As always, uh, this is going to be the the, the year end uh, episode of season two of Star Wars Prototypes in Production. And uh, I love you all, and I'm just so glad that you guys were able to be a part of this tonight. Thanks for having us. Thank you, David. Absolutely. Yes, thank thanks, you. Dave. Love you too. I appreciate it.